but this episode was supposed to be about how I won 250k with an epic day in fantasy football and cleaned up. But not only did my team completely shit the bed, and not only did uh, Alan Soslowski warn me presciently, but the Jaguars sitting Trevor Lawrence in the second half, and I had Danny Dimes on my bench scoring 42 points, and Jeff Erickson told me during the recording for the XM show that I actually would be in eighth place right now, which I don't even want to look at how much money that is, probably like five or six grand. Not only did I blow that, but something superseded it, obviously, which you know, on Monday night. And I mentioned this in the uh, Substack column, but you know, I watched the Tuesday morning, I watched the Monday night game. I don't check Twitter or text or email or anything because I don't want any spoilers. So I go put on my game pass on the Apple TV and I'm like, why can't I get this Bengals Bills game? And I'm spending like 10 minutes, like clicking around, refreshing it, trying to figure out like what's going on. Try my laptop version, nothing there. And then finally I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't know what, what's wrong with this, but I'll just check the box score. It's fine. And then I see the headline about what happened. And then after that, I went to Twitter. And when you open Twitter, of course, you see every kind of take and everybody's shaming everybody for all the takes. It just kind of struck me. Like, obviously, I think, I don't think there's anybody I know or associate with who wouldn't agree that a 24-year-old prime of his life getting a catastrophic injury like this is tragic. And I think everybody who's not a sociopath is hoping Damar Hamlin gets better and soon. I think everybody, I think that's just, I think that's just a given. That's the baseline. But then, but then the follow-up is, well, what, you know, how could something like that happen? What caused it? And I think that when you're looking for the cause of something like that, you have to just be ruthless in your investigation because you don't want it to happen to other players. I mean, it's a tragedy, but that's even more reason to hope that it doesn't happen again. And, you know, there's one, in my opinion, most likely cause that's being embargoed, that's being off limits for discussion. You know, if you, I've seen takes of like, oh, you're a garbage person if you suspect it's the mRNA shot that caused him to have a heart attack on the field. And there's this commotio cordis, I think that's the name of the, the uh, medical, medical term for, uh, a type of heart attack that happens due to blunt force to the chest area. And he certainly took a blow from T Higgins right before he went down and then got up and then fell down again and, and had the cardiac arrest. So it could be that. I mean, I think we shouldn't jump to conclusions because we don't know just because we want it to be one thing. We want it to be another thing or politically this or that. I think, you know, your agenda is unimportant. What's important is what's true, what actually happened and to be ruthless and looking through at every plausible cause uh, until we can get an idea about it, you know, if it's preventable, then figure out what we can do about it. So it could be that commotio cordis, I think it's called, wherein a guy takes a blow to the chest area. I think it happened in hockey in 1998. Guy had a cardiac arrest and ended up recovering fully. Hopefully it's that if it's got a better prognosis for recovery. But I think with the backdrop of massive amounts of excess mortality since April of 2021, which is around the mass rollout of the mRNA shot. And just anecdotally, so many people with neurological problems, with autoimmune disease, with cancer, with heart attacks at a, you know, a unprecedented scale. I mean, this is excess over what we've had the last five years, even excess over 2020, where there were excess deaths due to COVID when nobody had any immunity to it this last year and a half, two years has been extreme. And I think with that backdrop, to me, the, the presumption would be that had a, was a contributing factor. 
but it could also not be true in any given case, right? Just to say this is generally the case doesn't mean this is why a specific player or a specific person it happened to. But it should obviously not be off limits. Now, of course, the NFL is hoping this is not the case very strongly because they mandated this. And even though the uh, pharmaceutical companies somehow, well, it's, it's not somehow, they donated large amounts of money to politicians, they have uh, immunity from liability unless fraud were proven. They have immunity from liability for any adverse effects. But I think the NFL could be sued for the mandate. They don't have immunity. And you know you have the networks that promoted this thing, took millions and millions of dollars in advertising for it. You had a lot of people who you know, insisted that everyone had to get it. You had on-air personalities um, going off on Aaron Rodgers and Cole Beasley and saying what terrible people they were. So you know, there's a lot of vested interest in this not being the cause. And it may not be the cause, but it absolutely should be examined as a possible cause and discussed openly as a possible cause. And it's a bit offensive to me that this discussion is embargoed because people have an agenda. You know, it, it just should not be like that. Every plausible cause should be explored. And hopefully this doesn't happen to anybody else. Or, you know, if people, if it is a cause, then we figure out, okay, how is it, can you mitigate it after you've taken it? Or, you know, how can we not ever mandate something like this again and hopefully, you know, let these guys not take any more of it and not increase their risk? So I think the discussions need to be frank. I think they need to be open. I think we shouldn't jump to conclusions. Oh, it must be the mRNA shot. It's definitely the mRNA shot. And I think we should not jump to the opposite conclusion that it's definitely not the mRNA shot. I think both of those things are, are unknown right now. And both those things are a bit agenda-driven. I think we should just figure out what's actually true. Who cares about your agenda, your, your stupid politics? I don't care about it. I just want to find out what actually happened. And then finally, I think there's a stupid game being played, which is, oh, he was still interested in his – he complained about his fantasy football lineup because he lost, You know, he had guys going in the, in the Bills-Bengals game in his championship. What a terrible person at a time like this. Oh, he said thoughts and prayers. What a good person. Let's stop playing the game where you're a good person if you say the right things and you're a bad person if you say the wrong things or you care about some other things. I mean, I think realistically, people care about multiple things. Yeah, it is a tragedy. I think it would be pretty callous not to acknowledge that it's tragic and not to understand exactly why the NFL didn't play the game and why probably the players didn't really have an interest in finishing that game after what they saw. And I think it's just obvious to be aware of that. But I also think that even if it may not be as important, it's still important. You know, if you're a fan of a team and you've your life, you know, you watch every game and you go to the games and you care about this team, you're like, uh oh, what's going to happen to the schedule? How are the, how's the NFL going to resolve this? The best way I think would be, I guess, maybe play week 18 and then, you know, have like a, a week 19 where just the Bills and Bengals play if that game's still relevant and then push all the playoff games back one week and then the Super Bowl, which can't be moved, obviously, because hotel rooms and plane tickets are already bought. Um, just make a one-week gap between the conference title games and the Super Bowl. And I don't know if that's logistically possible, but that would be the best solution if that game ends up mattering for seeding. I think it, it should be done that way. And then fantasy is a whole other can of worms because, you know, it's Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Stephon Diggs. These are key players. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, your guy can tear an ACL in the first quarter. It happens all the time. But – losing an entire game of key players and it's sort of like, Oh, we all studied and did our draft and went through the whole year and okay, that's it too bad. Um, that's a tough pill to swallow. Again, it doesn't start to minimize that there's a very good reason why that game was canceled. It still sucks for fantasy.
You know, the idea that I talked about this in the, I go a little bit deeper into this in the real man wood podcast, where I talk more about issues and what's going on in the world rather than just sports. But, you know, to say, you know, Hey, I broke my leg. I'm kind of bummed. I couldn't go on my ski trip say, Oh, you don't deserve sympathy. My, my other friend lost his leg in a car accident. And they're like, well, he doesn't deserve sympathy. My other friend has cancer. Like it's not like that. You know, it's, if you broke your leg and you're, you know, it screwed up your ski trip. Like I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. You know, it doesn't just because something worse has happened or more significant has happened. Doesn't mean that the fact that you, you know, worked hard on your fantasy teams, like you do every year and you're finally in the, for the big money and could have won something big. Um, doesn't matter. Of course it's terrible. It sucks. And, and it is a problem for fantasy and how commissioners are going to handle this if they end up playing the game two weeks later, if they end up scrapping the game or using partial stats. It's a, it's a problem. It's a, it's a dilemma. So, uh, you know, I, I would try to use the game if, if it counted. If, if they play it later, I would use the later game and try to hold off on crowning a champion, annoying as that is, that you're waiting all these weeks sort of in limbo. But that's to me, is the fairest way to do it. And if they scrap the game, I guess you just got to live with it. I guess I would use the stats that accrued at the time, um, but then that would be that. And then I'd probably put in some rule if I were the commission. Thank God I'm not dealing with if a game is canceled for any reason. Here's what we do. You know, we give the projected score and Yahoo sports. We give this, but I probably, you know, I don't know about that because again, your guy could, you know, T Higgins was scratched a few weeks ago. Imagine if you had T Higgins, you lost a game where he was scratched after lock. And then this, you know, it happens. So, you know, we can't, then you say, well, you know, he lost the game because the game wasn't played, but I lost uh, three guys in the first quarter this year with including a quarterback. Lamar Jackson got hurt in the first quarter, scored barely any points. I mean, at some point we can't keep making exceptions for, you know, events outside our control. So it's, it's a tough situation. Obviously, hopefully uh, DeMar Hamlin, I think uh, as I record this, I saw something that he uh, was able to read something and respond and ask if they had won the game. So that's a good sign. Hopefully he obviously recovers, but um, I hope people out there um, are not caught up in politics and they actually are like, holy shit, something's going on. There's massive excess death as a, as a human being cares about people who've taken, you know, so many people have taken this medicine to find out like whether that's a contributing factor, I think is important and to care and to be curious about these excess deaths, I think is important. I, I think, you know, it's uh it's a massive thing going on in the world and to bury your head in the sand because some people for God knows what reason will be angry. If you talk about this one cause as a possibility, I don't think that's the right way to go. I think that's uh, really dangerous. And if you consider how much power some of these large corporations have and how much money they made and some of the behind the scenes workings that, that made it such, it is extremely sketchy. And, uh, and I think we should be ruthless in finding out uh, what happened. And hopefully it's that commotio cordis and has the best prognosis. And, you know, next year he's in training camp. That would be the, the best case scenario, but I'm not going to just say it's that because, because it's going to make people feel better or don't believe something just because it's the thing you want it to be true. Just find out what's actually true. Any event, that's it. I'm going to keep this one short. All I have is the stake league left. I did a piece on uh, Real Man Sports about the team I wish I had drafted. Patrick Mahomes in the second round. Josh Jacobs in the third. Wasn't the best team I could have assembled, but it was the team that would have got the most side bets, and I definitely would have won the league had I drafted that team. I'm going to do one this week, going over my bold predictions. 
think I got maybe one or two right. I got to check. So maybe not. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to count week 18. If, if, uh, if I do, maybe I can get lucky in a couple of them, but uh, most of them are wrong. No, I did get a couple right. I, I, I know I, now I remember I got a couple right, but I got a couple laughably wrong. It's always fun to go over the, uh, the bold predictions, but uh, that's really all I had to say. I went into a lot more depth uh, on this whole situation in the uh, Real Man Wood podcast if you want to check that out. But that's it for now. Uh, Till next time.